haven't discussed it, but I think, um, you know, I would assume as a group you understand that, you know, we probably aren't supposed to be here. We're probably not a very good football team. We're the, out of 14 teams I think are in, we're probably number 14. Um, we're double-digit underdog in the playoffs. So let's just go play and have fun and see what happens. Hey, you blink, I'll cut your eyelids off. Don't you blink. Let's go. And there you have it. That was uh, quarterback Ben Browser right there. And the very first uh, footage uh, video you heard uh, was the Steelers celebrating in the locker room shortly after beating the Baltimore uh, Ravens. Uh, of course, at that point in time, the Steelers got word the Colts have lost uh, to the Jaguars and were just awaiting uh, the result of the – Raiders hosting the Chargers on Sunday Night Football. As long as that game did not end in a tie, they were going to the playoffs. Uh, ends up happening. Steelers in their franchise history officially are now 5 for 10 when entering the final week of the season. Uh, needing the win and plus getting help from other teams uh, to lose or possibly a tie. But in this case, last Sunday night, as Chris Collinsworth kept beating the drum, as a lot of people were annoyed, as yours truly was, but here they are, uh, Steeler Nation, we're still here. They're still there. They're in the postseason, and right now getting ready to hopefully make one last run, not only for Ben Rosberger, who more than likely is set to retire at the conclusion of this outcome, and then also a guy like Mike Tomlin right now, who's looking to win his second uh, Super Bowl, if they could somehow get this thing up. Muster, muster this thing out. And you also got a guy like Cam Hayward right now, who's actually in his 11th season right now, defense tackle. And congratulations to uh, him and uh, TJ Watt again, uh, the 2022 All Pro honors uh, yesterday. This marks the third time that uh, Cam Hayward uh, gets in his career. He got in 2017, uh, 2019, and of course, now 2021, and uh, here you go right now as uh, they're all ready to go uh, for this playoff run, like I said. So, like I said, for the Steelers, of course, you got uh, edge rusher uh, T.J. Watt, who is T.J. Watt, and, uh, of course, uh, last but not least, on uh, the interior lineman is Cam Hayward. Those are the only two uh, representatives. Uh, making it for right now. Uh, so some nice uh, icing on the cake, I guess you could say, as we get ready to warm up uh, for another playoff run going into this one right now. Not going to be an easy one. Steelers are looking to avenge an embarrassing 13-10, uh, I mean, 36-10 uh, loss at the hands of the Chiefs. It happened three weeks ago, day after Christmas. As uh, we remember the tail of the tape in that game right there, uh, Steelers who really got handled in all facets of this game. They have 130 yards on the ground uh, rushing in that contest. I mean, and not so much damage on the passing, but I think just one of the biggest things I remember looking at this game right now uh, was the speed that the NC Chiefs had. They ran down the Steelers' throats right there. I mean, they were just going all at it at, at all times right there. And you, you saw – Mahomes, he finished the day for 258 yards, uh, passes, three touchdowns, not turned the ball over right there. This is a, and he only got sacked uh, two times in this game. And, and when you look at it right here, all the stuff that they did, I mean, of course, one guy who's going to be out going into this game uh, for the Chiefs 
as far as we know, he is ruled out of this game as we uh, look at it. He is a starting running back. He has been out due to a shoulder injury. Uh, he has definitely been uh, having a little bit of a struggling uh, season, to say the least, right now. Only 517 yards on the ground. Uh, starting 10 out of his 10 games that he played uh, this year. I mean, he's still averaging a pretty solid average, 4.3 yards uh, per attempt, and also caught 129 yards receiving. So that's good news. They will not have to worry about him. Uh, however, like I said, with the Steelers going in this game right now, when you look at you know the main culprits in this game who really got to the Steelers in this game, I mean, you look at it. I mean, the two have running attack of uh, Daryl Williams and Derek Orr right here. I mean, both who had collectively had about 98 yards on the ground right there. I mean, Edwards Hilaire, who played briefly in this game, uh, very minimal. Uh, he only had nine rushing attempts for uh, 27 uh, yards in, in that uh, contest. And uh, you, you take a look at it right there. I mean, he only had uh, for that game 21 uh, snaps. While you look at the other guys, like uh, Daryl Williams, he had uh, 29 in that game, and Gore, he had about uh, 19. But still, I mean, Steelers right there, they went to 7-7-1 right there. And it was clearly uh, bleak right there, too. I mean, for this team going forward. I mean, Mike Tomlin was probably looking at a, a reality of probably having his first losing season. And not only that, too, I mean, just the fact that they had to win out uh, to even get to this point get to this point along with having some help I mean right now I mean we'll, we'll see where it goes from here there's some people around the league who are probably expecting maybe a possible run of what they had in 2005 I'm not sure about 2005 but I mean the, the one thing is to remember I mean they had to control a lot of stuff and their own uh, destiny at that point in time I mean it was a team right there who came together, I mean, who had a nice uh, four-game winning streak, I mean, in that year. And you look at the Steelers right now this year who, by the way, I mean, on the road, I mean, collectively, I mean, going in this uh, contest right here, I mean, on the road this year, they've been three and five versus, like, say, a Pittsburgh Steelers team back in 2005 who caught fire at the right time after losing to the Bengals. Uh, in the very uh, first game of December, which was at Heinz Field. I mean, you look at that team right there. I mean, for the most part, I mean, there were five and three. So you flip that the other way around, and uh, they had some pretty solid momentum. They played some good lockdown defense throughout most of that time. I mean, so there's a big difference. They had a lot more of a veteran uh, presence team right there. You had guys like – a James Ferrier, who was barely on that team for what I think like since 2002, 2003 is when they got him. No, actually, 2002. I mean, he was a very phenomenal, I mean, inside linebacker who uh, made the transition from edge to playing inside and uh, definitely uh, made his presence known. I mean, for the contribution, but you also look at the rest of the guys uh, on that team. I mean, you, you look at like a Joey uh, Porter right here. I mean, basically, and all that stuff right there for what they had to culminate, what they knew they had to do to be as a man, 
I mean, power at that time right there. I mean, when he was, I mean, with his group, I mean, pretty much, you know, they're in the process where they had to call people out and uh, that's what it was. So there you have it. I mean, they actually did go on to Jerome Bettis' hometown of Detroit. I mean, win all four games on the road. And that was a different story. So let's see. I mean, all you ask for for a guy like Ben Roshberg, who was expecting the retires to get one last crack at it in a postseason run. And uh, here you are right there. I think what we look at last uh, Sunday, that was football justice served to the Steelers right there. All the stuff that they went through. I mean, you look at this team, I mean, this year. I mean, just, uh, I mean, and then you look at everything too. I mean, the point differential in here, uh, minus 55. I mean, and also Cook and Joel point out to of the three wildcard teams, two out of those three, and which one of them lost, by the way, aside from the Steelers, the Vegas Raiders, as far as the AFC goes, are the only two teams with minus point differential. Steelers are minus 55, and the Raiders are minus 65. So you guys can say the Raiders were a little bit more worse, but I mean, at the same time, they had a lot more offense to show for it. I mean, granted, they did score, I mean, what was it, 31 more points than the Steelers did. And, I mean, congratulations to the Cincinnati Bengals right there. They get their first playoff win in over 31 years right there. I mean, look at everything going on, I mean, right now, I mean, with their third year, I mean, head coach right now, in that in that year, Zach Taylor right now. So, I mean, they're feeling pretty special right now. And uh, they're waiting to see if they're going to be traveling to Buffalo or will it be uh, Kansas City at this uh, point in time uh, for the most part. As uh, we uh, take a look at things right now, Steelers, if they win this game, they'll be uh, definitely having their uh, ticket punched uh, to take on uh, Tennessee right now. So that, that, that's the thing. So Bengals, once again, they're either going to be uh, traveling in the Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. I mean, should the if the Chiefs are able to win this game, they are the number two uh, seed uh, in this uh, conference right now. So if it does end up uh, shaking out that way, and like I said, the Bengals have already won. Raiders and Patriots are eliminated. So you would have the Chiefs at this point in time. They would be uh, – they will be hosting the – the Bills, excuse me, they'd be hosting the Bills. And then you'd be having the Titans uh, host the Bengals. So, again, the, the Bengals are looking to see if they'll be uh, going to take on the Titans or the Chiefs for what it looks like. Excuse me if I'm rambling a little bit here. But, anyway, we're just uh, getting started here right now here on this edition of Showblitz here of the Mass Deal Podcast. Once again, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Steel CGR and on Instagram at Steel Nation. Uh, we're doing a live stream uh, right now as it stands here. I mean, I, and looking to get things uh, going for the most part. I mean, uh, either way. So, once again, if the Chiefs do happen to uh, win this game uh, tonight, they will be uh, hosting the Buffalo Bills, and then the Bengals will go to uh, – Tennessee to take on 
the Titans. If the Steelers happen to win this game, they'll definitely be going on the road to take on the Titans while the Bengals will travel to Buffalo to take on the Bills. That's where it stands. So anyway, uh, going into this right now, the injury report, like I said, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, big news on uh, yesterday as reported by Brooke Parr, and we uh, heard uh, since uh, Thursday uh, that he was able to start like uh, practicing. He injured his shoulder versus Browns. I believe he also had bruised ribs as well in week five, uh, which was thought to be season-ending. Well, anyway, he is expected to play tonight versus the Chiefs at 7.15 p.m. Uh, such time as 8.15 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, to make room for uh, Smith-Schuster, the Steelers, they have released punter Horless Waitman uh, right now. And Ben Rosberg, I mean, he's definitely uh, pretty pumped up, as you can imagine right now. That's one of his guys. I mean, he loves to be uh, throwing, too. And he's even said that he had a pretty significant injury, as he told the DVE morning show, I want 2.5 WDVE on Friday morning. Uh, ben goes on to say that the way Juju plays the game is physical. We all know it. We all love it. He can boost this offense, even if, even if it's just a few plays, the energy, the encouragement he brings on the sideline. Anything like that to have whatever guys out there would be huge for us. And uh, for, for right now, I mean, that's what you got to look at right there. And then you also have uh, another teammate out here too, uh, Deontay Johnson. I mean, who's been one of the Steelers, I mean, leading receivers, I mean, this year. Uh, saying that, to me, he looked like he was ready, according to Johnson. He's got to ease himself back into things, but it looks smooth today. He brings that positive energy that he's always had, that he always brings, according to Johnson. You want to bring a guy like that who's all about football, all about his teammates, just doing everything for the team. And he's a people person, too. Uh, there's never a dull moment when he's around. So well, let's wait and see right now. Uh, for for the most part, as uh, we get this. So once again, Steelers win this game. They'll travel to take on the Titans. If the Kansas City Chiefs uh, win this game, uh, they will be hosting the Buffalo Bills while the Tennessee Titans will host the Cincinnati uh, Bengals right now. So that's where everything uh, stands out right now. So Steelers win. They'll travel to the Titans. And then you would have the Bills uh, hosting the Bengals uh, that way. It go, if it goes the other way around, Chiefs win, Chiefs will host the Bills. Chiefs will host the Bills while the Titans will host the Bengals. So let's get into it right now. Uh, some other stuff around here. Uh, running back, Najee Harris. Now, I got to be honest with you. I mean, that was a huge red flag going into this. While they were struggling to win that game, uh, which they ended up winning 16 to 13. The most craziest of circumstances the Steelers had to do it. They had to do it in overtime. That game almost ended in a tie, too, right there. They won that game with a minute 56 uh, remaining. I mean, and the largest lead in this game was a touchdown, which was by the Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson. Now, I will say this, too. This game was definitely marked with some controversy right there, too. I mean, T.J. Watt, who pretty much clearly, and most of Steel Nation's fans' eyes got robbed. I will say this, and uh, from the emotional standpoint, I wanted to see him get the official uh, sack record. Uh, if you want a guy that will put uh, one more sack than what Michael Strahan set the record 20 years ago, 
in 2002 during the 2001 season. Uh, it would have been 23 and a half as opposed to 22. And he would also pass uh, Al Baker, too, of the Detroit Lions, who has the unofficial record. But since Sachs be- begun uh, recording a stat for players since 1982, that's all we know for right now. But back to this, I just want to hear uh, comments real quick. Did T.J. Watt get robbed in that game? I think so. I mean, in a way. I mean, from a personal standpoint, let's say realistically, uh, I can understand why at the, at the end of the day, too, because the explanation was, I mean, when, when we saw the play right there, when, when the ball was being snapped, the ball was missnapped to him, first of all, and, and he had to lose 10 yards because of that. And by him uh, diving on the ball, recovering it, then attempting to get up, and then T.J. Watt did hit him, knock the ball loose. The only problem was why it wasn't a void – a war of the sack, but was a war of the force fumble instead because it wasn't clear if this was a passing attempt. Now, you can definitely, many people could argue, look and say that, well, you had receivers lined up, he ran the wrong routes. The only problem was, too, we weren't sure if it was a run or was this a run pass option, too, where he would have took the ball and how do we know he would try to take it off, turning into a running play? That was one of the biggest uh, controversies right there. And honestly, at the end of the day, I could see why they did that. I did not like it at the end of the day. But for right now, I mean, listen, I mean, this guy right now uh, should hopefully be a defensive player of the year. I mean, there was so many talk about this guy being possibly being named league MVP uh, for, for this time. I mean, right now, I think uh, Aaron Rodgers pretty much got that sealed up, if you ask me. I think they will have won the division, and, uh, and he, they will carry this team to the playoffs. I could definitely see why they will award this guy possibly league MVP for the first time since Lawrence Taylor in 1986. I mean, the last defense player to do it. And remember, this guy was an edge rusher, too, by the way. I mean, LT. I mean, he played off the edge. He did not have to do it from a defense uh, standpoint. I mean, versus a guy like Alan Page, who I think was a defense tackle. But anyway, yeah, he was an outside uh, linebacker. And uh, he's won this award, I mean, basically three times. And then you look at a guy like Alan Page, like I said, he was defense tackle for the Purple People uh Minnesota Vikings. But anyway, I mean, listen, a little bit nice, but the, the bottom line is they're in the playoffs right Guy. now, possibly league of the Here they sports. are. I mean, they, they get their season to live on for right now. And let's see what kind of run they can make out of it. I mean, there's just definitely a team right now. Now, I will say this. The only pushback I will say, I mean, pretty much a lot of people are looking at if the Steelers team gets behind early, uh, they are in trouble. I will say this. If they can just keep – if they do fall behind this game and keep it no more than 10 points, and I realize this match from the Holmes and the Chiefs offense, you don't want to screw around with. But they are going to be without their runner and Clyde Edwards-Alaire, I mean, basically for this game. But, I mean, we've seen it many a times, I mean, this season too. I mean, where they had, I mean, 10-point, I mean, comebacks – when we uh, took a look at everything, I mean, basically, the way everything is uh, sh- shooken out, I mean, 
mean, they won that game against the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. It was a ten nothing. I mean, at the half, going into that, that was the very first game of the season. And then you also, I mean, that that was pretty much the only game they did that in. But I think it's if it, they keep no more than ten points, I, I think they'll be all right at this point. Because that's the only thing I, I will say. I mean, yeah, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger right now. I mean, he has to throw it down the middle of the field. He cannot be doing this West Coast uh, Deacon Duck uh, passes right now. I mean, for for the most part, what this team is need to do, they got to keep their uh, folks in. Mike Thomas got to find a way. I mean, to reel his team in and not lose sight of what they're trying to do here. But for 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 this game right now. I mean, we'll see what happens right now. So, I mean, for the Steelers, listen, I mean, the, the Steelers and Chiefs, they are not up at one game apiece as far as in the playoffs. And surprisingly, all the games have been in Kansas City at Arrowhead. Uh, losing to Joe Montana and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Steelers had a 10-point lead on the Kansas City Chiefs in that game. Uh, eventually would uh, lose uh, in overtime. Uh, basically, that was with result 27-24 uh, right there. But, I mean, here, here's the good news, too. Last time they played the Chiefs, I will say this. Defensively, I feel a little bit more encouraged. I mean, yeah, they're still getting gashed in the running game. Not the last game of the season where they gave up about 79 yards, but think about this for a second. The last uh, two games, they've only given up 27 points in total. 14 versus the Browns, and 13 versus the Ravens. And granted, it's against AFC North opponents, against teams who also have their share of struggles. But, I mean, if you're a Steeler fan and you want to have any encouragement, I mean, these last two games, I mean, that's a good way you got to wind things down. When you need to get on a streak, you need to get on the run, you need to have some help. I mean, that, that has been pretty decent uh, for the most part. Now, again, I mean, they only had that one splurge, I mean, this year. I mean, outside of that winning streak was against the Cleveland Browns, which was on Monday Night Football. Not really much of a surge, but big to large parts, Najee Harris closing it out. Uh, they scored 26 in that game. But, I mean, you had encouraging sign right there how the offensive line was able to move with an attitude and run block for a guy like Najee Harris who put up 108 yards on the ground I mean for that that game and had a touchdown in that game so we'll see what happens here I mean this is the only this I'm thinking about going into this game but let's see uh Rosberger right now too uh going into this game uh he has a chance right now to uh pass up a uh, Hall of Fame quarterback uh Joe Montana for fourth all time in uh, passing yards. Joe Montana has 5,772 5, uh, passing yards. Well, you got a guy uh, like uh, Ben Rosberger, I mean, in the playoffs right now, he has got 5,757 yards. So he's 15 yards away from passing it. Uh, he'll pass him unless something catastrophic happens where he gets knocked out when the first few snaps of the game. But now he's got a chance to pass up Joe Montana, but he's got a chance to move in the third uh, with Brett Favre. 
Brett Favre was proof for 5,855 uh, yards. Uh, he basically needs about 98 yards. I mean, 99 yards to pass him, so he'll be uh, third behind Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Right, so that's company right there too. And you, you look at everything right now. I mean, as far as like uh, game-winning drives, I mean, what Bar- Rosper has been able to do. I mean, he's tied with Drew Brees in the regular season with 53. But then when you flip it, you look in the playoffs right now for his game-winning drives. He has got uh, three, so he's got a chance uh, to get four, I mean, to move into a tie with uh, Bradshaw, Elway, Eli Manning, Wilson, and uh, there you have it. Let's go ahead and get into keys to the game uh, for this game right now. Uh, Key number one for this game is going to definitely be, uh, I think, speed. I mean, if anything, I mean, you got guys like right now on the Kansas City Chiefs, when we look at this uh, team right now, I mean, like I said, you got uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. He is out. Uh, Tyree Kill, now he's been a full participant uh, dealing with a heel injury, so you might be able to slow this guy down a little bit right now. But if they can find a way not to get uh, torched on the run game, I'm going to go with speed right now. Speed because they were just more quicker than the Steelers were on December 26th. I think they have to match that intensity. So that's going to be key number one. Uh, key number two for those Steelers right now, the uh, the elf in the room, Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger, he's going to have to. I mean, if they get the ball on their first possession, he's got to find a way to mix it up. I mean, with uh, Matt Canna, Mike Tomlin. But more particularly, you, you got to be patient too. And, and like, uh, just, just, just mix it up. Don't give up on the run too early. But at the same time, too, when you got an opportunity to throw it deep, throw it deep when you can. I'm letting Ben Rosberg call the plays in this game. Not letting Matt Canna, but I'm just saying for right now, those are things you have to have right there. He has got to air it out, open it up wisely. Uh, which is going to bring me to key number three. Let's go on the Kansas City Chiefs uh, defense right now. Uh, Tyron Matthew right now. Tyron Matthew, you got to believe this guy is be, uh, coming gamed and uh, ready for him. He was definitely a big uh, spotlight in the playoffs uh, last year. I mean, uh, who really uh, stood out here. I mean, you look at the damage that I mean, he's able to continue to do right now. He leads his team with three interceptions for 56 yards, <laughs> which also includes the one of two sixes here. Uh, the other one belongs to Daniel Sorensen, who is also a safety on this team right here. So you got to be watching out for him. So Ben Rosper, he's got to keep his vision on, on the field right now. I mean, see what's happening. Because Legereus Sneed right now, too. I mean, he is also another guy right here who is in his uh, second year. There's also a uh, decent damage here as far as on the defensive side. So I'll, I'll definitely be looking to pay attention to those guys right now. Also, too, key number three, be patient with the pass rush. I mean, don't be showing too much blitz. Don't get too blitz happy. We'll try and balance it out right now. I mean, we look at the Steelers' uh, side of it right now uh, for this uh, contest uh, going into it. The Steelers, for the most part, I mean, like I said, they struggled in takeaways this year. But when you look at it, too, I mean, it's a season continuing to go down the stretch. You look at a guy like Kilo Witherspoon right now. He has had uh, three picks uh, playing uh, – 
who has started three out of nine games right now. I mean, look at this guy right here who's came over uh, to the Steelers. A very nice uh, sign, by the way. But for, I mean, this year, I mean, you look at like the interceptions he's been able to get. I mean, it's been dating back to that blowout loss to the Minnesota Vikings. He has had three, two versus the Vikings and one versus the Browns right here. So if anything, I like uh, play a balanced defense, help out guys like aside from uh, Joe Hayden or James Pierre, but even make a Fitzpatrick, they can find a way to just be patient and then uh, play decent pass coverage and blitz when you got blitz, we'll find out. Anyway, that's going to do it for this edition here of Show Blitz and Mass Steel Podcast. Once again, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Mass Steel CGR and on Instagram Mass Steel Nation. So I leave you. Don't be trolling. Be rolling. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. I gone.